Hello, welcome to The Coralie Show, where you get to laugh, learn and grow with me every single week. On this episode, I have Livia joining me, who is also owner of Kafune Cafe in Preston, which is a South American cafe. We discuss her transition from Brazil to the UK and how she felt she was losing her identity, as well as what she had to leave behind. We discuss the Brazilian culture and how that differs from being in the UK. We also talk about her journey in becoming a mother during the pandemic. Make sure you stick around to the end to see what advice Livia gives to people who want to start their own business or own their own shop. Enjoy the show and don't forget to rate, subscribe and share with friends and family. Welcome to the Coralie Show. How are you doing? I'm good. You good? Feeling all right? Yes. Good, good. I'm so glad to be back here drinking this coffee right now. Honestly, it's like, (laughs) obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see this beautiful Kafune, best cafe in Preston. (laughs) But if you're listening, that's it. We need colour. We need colour. But yeah, if you're listening, guys, we're sat in Kafune Cafe in Preston, which is Livia's cafe as well. Uh, South American cafe as well, so you know it's good stuff. It's good mm. stuff. So whereabouts in South America are you from? I'm from Brazil, from Brazil. the northeast of Brazil. The amazing. hottest part of the country. Oh, that sounds amazing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be really nice for the listeners if you said like, welcome to the Coralie show in like a Portuguese. Yeah, no. In Portuguese, yeah? Bem-vindos ao Coralie's show. Oh my God. I might just take that and edit it and just put it on all of them. <laughs> That is amazing. So how long have you been in the UK then? Five years now. Five years. Okay, yeah. so it's a long time, really. Yeah. It's still like, it doesn't feel like it's been a long time, but mm. at the same time, it's been so intense that it feels like a lifetime. And so much has happened in that five years as well. Definitely. Yeah, like obviously you've moved, you've got your cafe, you're now a mom as I well. Know. Amazing. In five years, so much happens, isn't it? A lot, a lot. So when do you transition from being in Brazil to the UK? I can imagine that's like complete different culture. Like completely different. Absolutely. Well, first, um, I used to be a teacher in Brazil, a language teacher. So I was teaching around South America. I went to Colombia first, then I went to Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, then in Brazil, I met my husband, he's from here, and then we got married, moved here, and decided to start a new business. But yeah, it was like in 2015 that I moved here. Okay. Did you ever think that you was going to move like, to the UK? Which for you going to no, be Brazil? No, it, it was so, so unexpected, because our plan, when because we went to live in Argentina together, we were both teaching um, and then we thought well uh, we need to settle a little bit find a place where we should feel a little bit more like home mm-hmm. I didn't want to come here because it was too far from Brazil for my family mm-hmm. and then we thought about going to Colombia where I had lived before and I love there I love their culture I love their vibe their food it's like one of my favorite countries ever Colombia um, and then we tried, but because of visa procedures, it was getting too complicated. Then we ended up coming here just to visit his family. And then he proposed. Aww. I said, yes. <laughs> and then, all right, let's try to go 
back to Colombia, but then just life happens and we were staying here, we got married and okay, let's give it a try here in Preston, see how I adapt um, and here we are. <laughs> Amazing, such a nice story. I think with, um, I mean, if you've never been to, never been to Brazil like, like myself, I know it'd be such a beautiful place, but I know a lot of people sort of have that stereotype of two things, Carnival, Rio, the birds, football. <laughs> football. <laughs> and then also you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. So yeah. what's, obviously you've lived there, you've been brought up there. What's your take on, on that? Um, I think because Brazil is such a big country, um, it's very easy for people to generalize, to just say, just to make stereotypes based in one place. I'm not saying that Brazil is the safest place in the world, mm -hmm. but depending on where you are, if you are in a big city, obviously you're going to have more chances to something bad happen to you, for crime to happen. But if you are in a like smaller place, it's not like what you see in the, in the movies or anything like that. Um, where I'm from, uh, is a very big city, like around 3 million people live What's there. What's the name of the uh, It's called Fortaleza. Okay. Um, so there, there is like some areas where it's more dangerous, some areas where you feel safe, where you can just walk in the street normally. Uh, just we, we are so used to this type of environment, unfortunately, mm -hmm. that it just becomes natural for us just to be aware that all right, let me just look around, not going out, holding my phone all the time, this type of things, but not everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's such a shame as well that people straight away focus on the dangers of places rather than the beauty of it. So like in Brazil, like, I mean, I can't wait to the day I could go, I would like ring it, I'm in Brazil. <laughs> I yeah. can see you there. Yeah. You I might not come like back. Easily. <laughs> yeah, I won't be coming back, honestly. But yeah, like, I mean, like we said before, you know, the, the story of coming here and then being positive and then starting like it is beautiful. But I imagine you must have left so much behind, like... Yeah. All your family living in Brazil still? All my family. Wow. Yeah. I'm the only one who flew away. It's such a big jump. Like, how did you, how did you sort of deal with that at the time? Was, was that not something that registered until later? I think it was a process because first my, I went to Colombia for seven months and I knew that I was there for like that time, that length of time. So I knew that I was coming back. Uh, so it was my first experience abroad and it was like uh, different even though Colombia is in South America we share lots of things culturally but it's also a different country different language they they speak Spanish I speak Portuguese um, it, it's different so that was my first experience but I came back to Brazil so one year later uh, I applied for another job in Slovakia <laughs> to okay. teach English for all babies like kids in, in a nursery um, and that I think it was my uh, my second biggest step because then it was like crossing the Atlantic going then to a absolutely completely different con culture um, it was the first time that I was experiencing uh, winter yes we experienced and that all around here <laughs> I had no idea how to say hi in Slovak okay. <laughs> so it was it was very different so I think that was the second step of like 
um, leaving home, being yeah. in a completely different comfort zone for me. And then I went to Argentina. When I went to Argentina, I left my job in Brazil, but I was still going to teach English. So I knew, well, I'm just here in Argentina, just very close to Brazil. If anything goes wrong, I just go it's back. It's very similar to me right now. I'm living in Birmingham and literally just like an hour and a half drive, I can come back here. Exactly. And at the time I was like, oh my God, like everyone was saying, you know, how is it like being away from family? I'm like, well, it's just one and a half hours away, two hours if that with traffic. And I can go and see family. That's why, for me, I think it's not spoke about a lot that if you, if you go somewhere to, whether it's a relationship or to, to grow, you know, financially or your career or whatever it is, it's not spoke about everything else that comes with it. So leaving the family, leaving your friends, leaving, you know, somewhere you were brought up with, brought up around. You leave your family, you leave um, your comfort zone, you leave everything that you used to your whole life. But you go because you, you believe that something bad is waiting for you. You believe that you can uh, build something else. And you have to take the chance. You will never know if you don't try. Mm. So that's what always like, um, pushed me to, to, do, to do these things. Like even when I went to Colombia, uh, we were talking about stereotypes. Colombia is another country that there's lots of stereotypes about them. And even in Brazil, we have the we think about them the same way that the rest of the world. Oh, it's very dangerous there. It's all about drugs. And when I was looking for jobs to teach there, I was like, right, I'm going. I'm gonna see what it is. I'm gonna see if all these things that people talk about is true or not. But through my own eyes, not just believing in everything that people tell me. And it was such an amazing experience because. I completely changed my view, my view about Colombia. Uh, honestly, I can say that's my favorite place in the world. This is where I would call my second home. Oh wow! Um, obviously, they have also problems. Um, it's nowhere near what you see in those things like narcos anymore. It has changed a lot. So I lived in Cartagena, that's like one of the most touristic places there, but I had the chance to travel, for example, to Medellin, where is the house of uh, Pablo Escobar and all these things. And I was impressed with the city. It's such a developed city, such mm. a cultural places. Um, I, I used to say to my friends there, that, oh, if one day I have, I have kids, I want, to, I want them to grow in Medellin. <laughs> because. <laughs> There is so much going on, like cinema, art, theater, all for free for people. So things change, you know, yeah. like people thrive even through um, inequality and all these things. Yeah, 100%. I think if you take people's opinions too much of a place or a person or whatever it is, and you don't go and see for yourself, how are you going to grow? Exactly. And like, you know, if you were still in Brazil, I imagine from going to all these other places, including the UK, so much growth has happened in that time, which might not have happened if you stayed in Brazil. Definitely. As Definitely. much as like, I would rather be in Brazil right now myself. <laughs> Definitely. There are so many things I would never know. Like, uh, I would never know about Colombia. I would never know what it is. Like, even in Argentina, which is they say like it's the European country of South America mm -hmm. um, then going to Slovakia and 
learning about the this other side of Europe as well that even people from here sometimes don't don't mm-hmm. experience. So when I moved to England, I already had all this background uh, of like being a bit more open to whatever was in front of me. Mm-hmm. I think if I had just came from Brazil to straight away to the UK, it would have been a big shock. Yeah. Because in Brazil we are very open to people, like we are very social in a way, like we go to each other's houses, um, we don't just go out uh, for drinking and eating, we go out to people's houses to be together, have barbecues, mm. like it, it's very natural for us uh, to meet someone in one week, the next week we are in their houses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. If I had just moved from there to to here, I think it would have been way more difficult. Yeah, and I don't think there's any fault on like English mentality, but I know it's a it's a big thing when you go somewhere, and I think a lot of Mediterranean and South American they are very welcoming. So like you know, even myself when I've been to I've been to Cyprus quite a lot, and then someone who I met who I'm still friends with now, um, you know, said to me. I met her one night at a restaurant and she was like, let me show you around Cyprus and show you the culture. Yeah. And I was like, why, why is she doing this? Why, like, why are you so nice? What, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because if that was here and you met someone here and they said, oh, I'll show you around, say if you went Manchester today or whatever, and they're like, show you around Manchester. Like, what? Are you going to rob me? That's how bad, like, the brick, <laughs> the mentality of English goes. But that is so, that, that's what's difficult for me to understand because here you have lots of things that other countries don't have like safety mm-hmm. uh you but it's too safe and that's the problem i think that maybe that's it yeah because we have all the reasons for being like that for being like oh i'm not gonna trust you. you're gonna take me to look around the city <laughs> you're gonna rob me you're gonna rape me you're gonna do yeah you think the worst yeah, yeah. but we're still like oh yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i know i know obviously that i did end up going um I didn't get killed or anything, so I went around Cyprus um, and this girl was lovely and I'm still in contact with her now and I just think, why did my brain go to that place just for a second? I mean, I, I like to think of myself quite open yeah, as well, yeah. um, but just for that second, that split second, I did think that and I think that is the English mentality there, let's just move that because I think people, that's at the forefront of the brain and they won't even be open to sort of giving someone that chance or going to explore they'll just stay in their own bubble yeah. and they won't grow um, it's understandable in a, in a way because we live in a world that there is lots of bad things happening yeah and it's like a defense mechanism that we have as well but if we have that turned on like constantly we're gonna miss out so many opportunities to meet n- new people to experience new 100%. things or to meet like good human beings because we have yeah. lots of them around. I do believe everyone has got some kind of good in them, even if sometimes when you speak to someone, like I make it my mission, if someone looks down or sad, I'll try and make them smile. Yeah. Even if they look like the most stuck up person ever, I'll be like, are you okay? <laughs> Probably just annoy them, but I think there is... I think that's me. <laughs> I think there is someone... No, it's not. <laughs> there's, there's someone like, you know, that... There might be, you don't know what people are going through yeah. as well. So sometimes, even if someone might look a certain way, you don't know if that person's having the most depressive week of their life, maybe lost a job or whatever. 
and yeah, you don't know what people are going through. You just got to give people that chance, haven't you? Uh, I just remember when I was in Colombia and I got like the wrong bus and I was asking the driver, oh, sorry, I think I'm lost. And then someone heard me saying that I was lost, um, like a lady. And then she said, oh, no, you have to, let's get, get out of the bus here. She got up, got, got oh, out of the bus her. with me, waited for the next one, told the driver where I wanted to go and just left once I was in the, in the bus. And I was all the time thinking, why is she doing that? Even though in Brazil we have this as well, but I think in Colombia it's like <laughs> another level. That's beautiful though. I know. That's yeah. really nice because I think here as well, like everyone's rushing for time. Yeah. So everyone's too busy in their own little world. They're not very present. So they're thinking about the next day or the next day at work or it's something else and like they're not really just being in that moment when they might see someone who's struggling or lost or whatever it is. They're not really, they're just focused on themselves and their own little journey, aren't they? But which is which is fine to a certain point, but I think you know it's got to be a bit more present. And yeah. if you do see someone, and you know, but then I have something positive from here that we don't have where I'm from related to this as well, because I come from a very big city. And I think big cities in general, people have this mentality: I'm too busy. I have my own thing to yeah. do. I, you do you. Uh, and then when I moved here. I'm glad that I moved to a place that's not so big. Because Preston's a big city, but it's not the biggest No, place. it's not south. Like, exactly. It's more rushed in south. Yes. And again, you've got good and bad sides to that. Like, you've got a lot of things going on that you can sort of... You can drive yourself, you know, in a career or whatever it is. Yeah. Whereas here it is more, more chilled, but... And I can see a difference even from Preston to Manchester. Mm-hmm. Are, here people still, like, smile at you, say good morning. People still care a bit about each other. And this, in my city, I think daily, in the daily routine, you don't see this as, as yeah. much, like people saying good morning, mm. just because they're passing. Um, and I see this way more yeah. here. Yeah. I think as humans, anywhere, like you said, if you're in certain parts of Brazil, you're going to have certain parts that are a bit more dangerous than others, a bit more busy. And same with the UK, you're going to get yeah. places that are dangerous and places that are more busy lifestyle, hectic and exactly. more chilled. I mean, you just got the balance of the two, haven't you really? And choose something that like works for you because some people love this hectic life. Um, some people love just to be in like the biggest city ever. And some people are more chilled mm-hmm. and just want like something a bit more like friendly. So yeah. I think we have to be open, but we also have to look at ourselves to see what fits our life in that moment because Years ago, I would, I would never see myself, I would never think that I would enjoy living in a smaller place. Mm-hmm. And now that I moved here, that I had the experience of living in a smaller place where I don't have to spend like two hours in a bus going to work and then another two hours to come back home. I don't want that life anymore because I, I think life is too short for you to spend mm-hmm. just like driving and working. And also becoming a mom makes me value my time even more. Mm. So it's just like focus on what you want for your life as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you on that one. When you're um, when you moved here, obviously you've been here five years now. What did you find like with obviously so you do get some 
good English people. I'm not saying oh, everybody's yes. like that, you know. But um, I know it just sounded like yeah. oh, horrible. But like you do get, you know, some people that are a bit more ignorant. They're not. They've not explored as much. Yeah. They've just been here, you know, in England in the little bubble, and they haven't really seen many cultures. Have you ever experienced any ignorance from someone from being oh, here? Yes. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> do you want to share? <laughs> yes. Uh, I try not to get offended, but at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, we live in a world where you have Google, where you have internet on your hand all the time. Come on, <laughs> do your work yeah. as well. Don't just expect me to educate you about everything. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I'm in a good mood, <laughs> I'm gonna say, no, sorry, love, it's not like that. And sometimes I say, I'm just going to ignore But yeah, I, I had people f- asking if, I, if it's common for people to have, everybody to have parrots as their pets. Or... Is it? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, but my, my grandma had <laughs> You know what? Rio is an amazing film. <laughs> it's not that everybody walks with a parrot on their shoulder. But I suppose it's the same as like, you know, does everyone eat fish and chips in England? You yes, know what I mean? It is, it is. A lot is. of people do. Or like everybody drinks tea at five PM. Yeah. It's just that stereotype, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Everyone asks. I mean, I imagine a lot of people can't sambra in Brazil. Just baby sambra. Or they just imagine like, for example, my mom is white. Uh, and I have some, some of my best friends, they are white, blonde, because Brazil is so mixed and we have like lots of backgrounds, Europeans, native Indians, it's a big, big mix. So, yes. Mm. So you'll find all kinds of um, ethnic backgrounds in Brazil, but people still think that everybody in Brazil should have my color, my hair, and when they see me, or some pictures of me with some people from Brazil that are not the same color as me, as I think Brazilian. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So s- things like that. But I, I've never had like someone asking, "Oh, did you read in a favela?" Or was <laughs> someone in your family involved with drugs and yeah, crime? Yeah. I mean, that's good that no one yeah, said yeah. that because you do get a lot of people saying like. Oh, I wouldn't go to Brazil or I wouldn't go to Jamaica or certain places because of the straight away they're thinking that the danger's there. But yeah. I mean, you could have more danger walking down the street in the wrong place here. Yes, exactly. Um, you have to be careful wherever you go if you're a tourist, especially because when we when we go visiting a place, we are blind. I mean, we are just looking at everything that's beautiful, that's different. And then we put ourselves in danger because we're not paying attention to mm-hmm. real life. But yeah, this could happen here or anywhere else. Yeah, definitely. It could happen anywhere. Um, but again, like you said, it's just that sort of... sort of um, If someone sees you and they hear an accent or if you look a certain way, you know, it, sometimes it's, it is just a little bit of ignorance than just a yeah. bit more education. But then it's just bland, like, just, pl- just plain and simple just ignorance sometimes. Once. I think this happened here in the cafe actually. A customer came and I think he had seen some movies about Brazil or something. Okay. And he was trying to teach me about Brazil. Oh. <laughs> he was like, oh, but here in the South, this is how people do it, isn't it? And it's yes, but people not always do like but that. that not driving And then he was like, yes, they do. 
right. So he was trying to tell you about your culture. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only time that I was like, come on, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> trying to like bite you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say you had much loss of identity coming here? I, I think so. Mm. I, I fight a lot against this. I think this is my biggest struggle. It's like not losing who I am because of the new culture at the same time as I want to absorb the culture here as well because if I if I moved here I'm not gonna be oh everything here is horrible it's not like in my country I'm just gonna eat rice and beans every day because that's what we do in Brazil no uh, I try to embrace the culture here as well I like lots of things from the culture here but I'm always like trying to think in my giving up too much mm. <laughs> am i am i forgetting who i am just to try to belong here so i always have that little voice in the back of my head yeah saying like don't give up this mm. <laughs> i always i always joke with my husband when he when i do something very british and he plays with me <laughs> and he, and he, he, oh you, you sound so british now oh, yeah, I've been colonized. <laughs> but I think, you know, you're never going to lose that fully. Like, you'll always have that. And then you just have a balance of, you know, yeah. again, all different cultures. And I think that's the thing, the balance uh, of, like, remember who I am, where I came from. And I think the main thing is, like, being myself. Because I'm, I'm very, like, open-minded. I like to talk a lot. I, I'm very friendly. And then when I find that barrier mm. uh, with British people, when I, when that I meet lots of people, but I, it, for me it's harder to like break that ice to get closer. Then I find myself getting a bit colder as well. Right. I, I should not do that because that's not who I am. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the the thing that I try to find a balance. Right. Got yeah. It's interesting though, because like, I think maybe the shops helped hold on to the culture a little bit as well. A lot. Because yes. obviously you are selling, you know, you're selling the culture as well. So if you wasn't doing that and say, if you was, you know, just working somewhere in an English shop or somewhere else, you might have lost that a little bit because it's almost like a reminder every day. That, That's true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it like, says it on the cup, so you can't, you can't forget. I love South America. Yeah. <laughs> if ever you uh, feel like you're losing your identity, just read the book. South America, look at this. Look at this word. Yeah. By the way, do you know what the word means? Cafonet. Uh, don't tell me. You've told me this already before. Is it um, to stroke a loved one's hair? Yeah, it's to yes. like this. Someone that you love that cannot be like just anyone. Yeah, that would be creepy. That would be a bit creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're very Someone... open people, but I don't know about Not going to... around to... <laughs> don't, don't go to Brazil stroking people. No. Cafune. <laughs> 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 I think a lot of people when they travel as well, um, it goes two ways. So they can either... A lot of people I've heard, they said they define themselves quite a lot. And I've traveled on my own as well. And... I feel like it's such like it's such an experience that everyone needs to have. Yes. Like I think there's so much growth and so much reflection that happens when you just on, even if it's just on your own in yeah. stillness. Um, but I know a lot of people do lose their identity as well and almost go through a bit of a struggle of like who am I like you know. But you know it happens the other way as well. Like I've experienced because living in another country for such a long time, when you go back to your own country, you have that cultural reverse I, mm. I, you feel like uncomfortable in your own country it's like 
I belong here, but I've been so long living abroad that there is some disconnections. It is yeah. it's very interesting and at the same time uh, a bit scary. Yeah. That's why I keep that little voice like well things are always changing everywhere as well so imagine you know if you do go back in a few years time do you go back regularly it's been almost three okay so i mean so much might change in that time you'll go back another another word might be invented or something you'd be like what (laughs) my brother came to visit and then he was saying that your accent is very weird in portuguese at the moment and why because I can hear you speaking Portuguese, but there is a little bit of an English accent mixed with your oh my Portuguese God. In accent. In five years. <laughs> I know. That's so, crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all good. And Portuguese, there's, obviously if you go to Portugal, um, obviously speak Portuguese there, but there's two different, it's Brazil Portuguese and yeah. then Portugal. Uh, it's the same language, but it's not. Okay, <laughs> like, it's like a different slangs. Yeah, it's like lots of different expressions. We use the same word, same pronunciation, but for different meanings. Mm-hmm. Um, the accent is completely different. Right. So we sometimes we say Brazilian Portuguese and European Portuguese because they are very right. different. Yeah. So if you learn European Portuguese and go to Brazil, people will understand you, but it's going to be very, very different. Mm. They say that Brazilian Portuguese is more like musical there's okay. more like ups and downs in the okay yeah the because rhythm. when i went to portugal I, I, I like to learn a bit of language before i go anywhere anyway and i learned a bit over that it seemed almost like um aggressive yes you know what i mean yes. like very very stern yeah and almost like if someone's a bit like german i suppose in russian like if someone's saying something really nice it's almost like they're shouting at you yeah. <laughs> Like they're telling you up, you're like, oh, they just said thank you. Sorry. Okay, yeah, obrigada. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going. But it's more like calm and like musical in in Brazil. Then. It is, but yeah, because we are very loud and we um. are very <laughs> excited and intense about things. When we we are together in a group speaking Portuguese, it may sound like that. Argue <laughs> You know what I think that is though? It's passion. Yes, it it's is. It's more passion. It's more passion. That's it. it is. Even it if is. it's about like the rice and beans, like it's, rice and beans are amazing, but it's just... amazing. So good. You have no idea. That's it. Because the present at the moment and the passionate, that's fine. I, you know what? I need to move over there. <laughs> My husband sometimes when we're talking and I start to like get passionate about something. Why are you shouting? I'm not shouting. I'm just excited. Do you know what? It all makes sense. I'm gonna question where I'm from <laughs> I think there's something going maybe on some I mean I have, I have South American in me I have Cherokee in me so maybe that's where it's oh, yes. linked that could be what it is um, so a lot of people um, you know if they are traveling like I said they'll, they'll sort of go one way or the others or they might sort of do a bit of a U-turn lose their identity a little bit then find it again yeah. um, if you was to speak to anyone who was thinking to say do the opposite of you and sort of move to Brazil what advice would you give to them? Go with your mind open to learn. Mm-hmm. Because nothing is going to teach you better than being there, seeing things with your own eyes, experiencing things with your own life. Books are not going to teach you, movies are not going to teach you. Once you're there, you're going to figure it out what that means for you to mm-hmm. be there. and 
living in the present now is it's just like another level of experience if i had read about colombia or slovakia and all those things before i experienced it mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been the same uh so just be open to learn from what that country is trying to teach you. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. I like that because, you know, you said something important there about like not letting books teach you in that sense because I think a lot of people, when it comes to travelling especially, they'll read all of these books, all this research, but they won't apply it so they won't actually go and experience exactly. it or they'll have this expectation. The expectation, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, obviously, it's impossible not to get yeah. expectations. But be ready to change, to change it. Be ready to like break them completely and say, yeah. oh, that, that's nothing like I had thought yeah. that it was. I think it's very similar to, um, you know, if you go on holiday and you go to the complexes where people just stay in the complex and you've got restaurants oh, and everything yes. and they say they've been to Brazil. If they've been in the... You have not been to Brazil. <laughs> you have not. <laughs> I remember you going to... go and eat from street... Street yeah, food. street food, <laughs> definitely. Like, when I went to uh, Mexico, I spoke to a few people over there and they, they said that they go to Mexico every single year, routinely, yeah, this is their destination. <laughs> and in, I was there for three weeks, and in that three weeks, I went everywhere. Um, and I was speaking to these people saying, oh, have you been to Chichen Itza? Have you been here? Have you been there? And I was like, what? No. What was that? And they've been going, like, literally 10 years in a row. <laughs> but where have you been then? You haven't been to Mexico. <laughs> And I think so many people You're do just that. Just collecting some nice hotels and your yeah, <laughs> on your travel journey. That's it, getting the magnets and yeah. some like. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's you know if you're just going for a beach holiday and that's fine. But I think if you're wanting to experience culture, you're not going to get it from a hotel, no. are you? No. So you do need to be open to going, having them experiences, and you might go over there and you might not like it, but you're not going to know until you until go. Until you try. Until and that's try. with anywhere. It doesn't have to be Brazil. Just anywhere in general, isn't that's it? That's true. Yeah, so when you come over here uh, five years ago, when did you actually open this place? We opened this place uh, two years ago. Oh, was it only two years ago? Yeah. You know what, that makes sense actually, because I think I would have known about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was two years ago. Um, When I moved here, uh, I had to wait until all my visa got sorted before I, I could work. Uh, so I was just volunteering some charity shops. It was so funny because uh, I was dying to to work because I've worked my whole life since I was like teaching, 18, teaching, teaching English. Yes, yeah. I, I used to teach English and Portuguese for foreigners. Wow. Um, so I tried to get into teaching because I have a degree, but then here I would have to study another year and pay for it. How could I pay okay. for it if I was not working? So if yet? you're if you're qualified and you've been doing it over in Brazil actively, when you come here, you can't just come here and do it. No, because I have uh, I could, but just up to a certain level, like maybe like primary school okay. or something like that. Uh, but then I would, for me to teach all the levels, I would have to study another year. Right. So, and I couldn't afford at the time to pay. It's expensive. For, yes. So I was like, well, what should I do? So I, I was teaching like online. I was doing online lessons for a while. Uh, I was still with the company that I was uh, teaching in Argentina. But then the different time zones was getting in the way. I need to get a job here. And then I started offering myself literally to work for free. <laughs> charity shops. Not only charity shops. I was going to like... Hair salons, oh, really? cafes, 
can you just take me? I would help you for like four hours, five hours a day. Just teach me what what you need me to do, and I'll do it. Was and that just to get the experience yes, as well? I yeah, I just wanted to get the experience. I, w- I wanted to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like start to move into the culture here because if you're not working, if you're not interacting with people, it's very hard. And then people was like, "Why are you offering to work for free for me?" Yeah. <laughs> so, Again, English like what? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, we don't need to. <laughs> And then, and then I was um, volunteering that Bernardo's shop for a while. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I went to work in a coffee shop. And then I said, oh, I, I feel good in this coffee shop environment. Mm-hmm. It feels like Brazil, like drinking coffee, being around tables, talking to people. Yeah. And then my husband, he loves cooking. Uh, then we started thinking about that. Why? don't we open something for us, something that would make you feel better about doing it. And remember remember when I told you that um, do something that you love, something that you believe in, mm-hmm. even though it's not easy. Because it's not easy to open a South American coffee shop in England yeah. when everybody is used to like Carrot cake, fish and chips, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. you know, Victorian sponge cake, and then mm. I come with arepa. Which are amazing, by the way. But Mango coconut latte. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. It's on, it's on the floor now. No, I'm drunk. It's fine. That went ages ago. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, I sort of... I mean, there is, there is the older generation as well, but our generation is a lot more accepting of other cultures and yeah. embrace more cultures now as well, because... Yeah. There is more, I mean, it's just like a, a pool of different cultures in the UK now, isn't it? Definitely. Uh, I, I think here you have way more different cultures mm-hmm. living together than in Brazil, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have our own differences in our own cultures, but here is very like, international. Mm-hmm. You have people from all over the world living here. So I think now people are starting to open themselves a little bit more to new cultures, new food, yeah. new new things. Yeah, yeah, people love, I think, now when, you know, um, places like South American, you know, I think Chinese, Indian, again, is quite a popular thing that's open here, but I think South American, Caribbean. Greek, yeah, like, different um, places that aren't, you know, the up-and-coming in the UK, but you, you don't see them as much, maybe more yeah. in London, Yeah. Um, but you don't see them that much up north. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think... You know, obviously, if people did embrace it. Um, so when you opened it, freeze and all then two, two years, years ago, ago, two years yeah. ago, how was that experience? Like actually getting started with that. It was like <laughs> it was very good, but it was so challenging because one thing is the business plan that you have in your head and in a piece of paper. The other thing is when you open your doors and have your first mm-hmm. customers and your first month of uh, like running a business. So we had to adapt so much, we had to change so much. Mm-hmm. And because it's something completely new, uh, we are literally the first South American coffee shop in the country. You, you can have Congratulations. like- <laughs> You can have like Brazilian coffee shops or like Colombian, but you don't have one place that sells things from all over South, South America. America. Uh, so it was like a bit of a hard work to kind of educate people, so come and try this mm-hmm. new thing, it's different but it's good. 
uh, and even try to explain what we sell. Um, so it was a bit of a shock for mm. us because we thought, oh no, people are gonna try it. It's amazing, of course they're gonna try it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's different. The when co people come and say, oh, do you have fish and chips? <laughs> do people actually come in and ask for that? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> Um, so no, but this, so it was like a slow start. Bit, yeah, mm. a slow start, but it paid off because now uh, we feel that people know what what we do, know who we are, know what to find here, and and they come back. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about the the food itself, but it's about the experience of coming to Cafe. You come here, you yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Is it? It's not just the food or the coffee, it's the environment, yeah, isn't it? Of it's coming like from maybe a gloomy day outside and mm -hmm. then come here and you close your eyes, smell the coffee and then yeah. you feel like you are in South America. Literally, like the colours, everything. It's it's a nice environment, definitely. And I think like you said, when you started working in someone else's coffee shop, it it was missing that touch yeah. that you wanted. But you still had that nice I mean, you just can't go wrong with a coffee shop, can you? Like exactly. coffee Good, good people, good presence, good vibes, and it's just like, yeah, it sounds. It's sounds, where you want to go. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's a nice atmosphere, and it's a nice place to be, and obviously it's got that nice cultural spin on it as well. Um, when are you back open? Seventeenth of May. Oh my god, I can't, can't wait. wait. I will be knocking on the door. <laughs> First thing in the morning. Save I mean, the date. Yes, the date. I will definitely the save the date. Seventeenth of May. Is that a weekend? Uh, I think it's middle of the week. Middle of the I week. Think so. I'll be down the following week, definitely. <laughs> I'll just send you a reminder. Yes, please, please do, because the food, the food is just unreal. Um, have we got in a new menu as well, or is it? We are We are like at the moment working on the menu. Maybe we're gonna change some things. Mm -hmm. We're still deciding. You know, at the moment, just giving a revamp in the shop, doing some painting, uh, getting some new equipment for our staff as well, getting mm -hmm. ready. To come back like in grand style. And you had the little one in the pandemic, wasn't it? Oh my goodness, the peak of pandemic in April last year. So you're coming year. back because obviously you didn't open at all during after lockdown. We did opened you? for like a month or two in August. Right. Uh, and then we had to close again yes. because the, because of the second lockdown. Um, and for us, lots of people oh, to, to deliver it, to take mm. out, but for us, it was not worth it. Uh, because of our staff, because we we wouldn't feel safe enough to be doing that, especially having a little one at, at home. So we decided, no, let's take this time off. Let's wait until it's really safe for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then we can come back when, when it's time. Yeah, and now you're coming back and we have the little baby now as well. I know. It's, Hopefully it's that's the last of lockdowns. But yeah, it's, it's so much has happened. In that so year, much, isn't so it? So much. So in five years, I moved to a new country. I changed my career. I opened a new business with my partner. I had a baby. That's amazing. <laughs> so much. It's nice though. Like, you know, five years ago, if you looked at yourself five years ago compared to now, I would never ever would have imagined that I would be here mm. today talking to you yeah, yeah. in my coffee shop mm. with my baby downstairs. Yeah, you just don't know yet. No, you don't, don't know, know what's going to happen. You don't know. Um, my, I, I would think that I would be like teaching in a very good language school in Brazil, mm. maybe uh, 
have in my life day in Brazil, mm-hmm. I would never think that I would be here. Which is shows, isn't it? You gotta, you gotta just go with the flow to some degree because you don't know go what's going to happen. Know what you want and, mm. and know what you don't want because um, when, I, when I came here I was open to lots of things but I also knew what I didn't want to be doing. Um, and this helps you to focus on putting your energy in your work in something that you believe. Mm-hmm. Do you miss teaching? I do, but I get to teach here because I have to teach my staff. Okay. Uh, I have to train them, so I have this experience now. And then with this other project that I have with the social media, course, yeah. I get to also teach people uh, how to use their social media for their businesses in a better way. So mm. it's teaching. Yeah, so in a way, again, like from doing teaching, if you came over here and you could just jump into teaching, that wouldn't have taught you that you can have your own place, bring that culture to the UK and still teach, you know. In a in different other format, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so it. there you go. It's all all learning curve, isn't it? You wouldn't you would not think that you would be teaching uh, people to get fit in Zoom classes, would you? Not in Zoom classes. I mean, I've always gone in and out of fitness, but yeah. I didn't think that was the end goal. Um, and you never know what's going to happen. It might not be the end goal. I might be the next opera. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where it's going to take you. Five years' time, you know. Carly's might be the BBC. <laughs> it could happen. I'm manifesting yeah. all goodness. Exactly. So, <laughs> so make sure you share this podcast. <laughs> What we're going to do is the final four. So it's four fire questions. I say fire questions on everyone, but it never ends up being fire questions. It always <laughs> ends up being like an essay and ends up going on for another hour, but it's fine. Just take your time, right. short or long answers, whatever you feel right. fit for it. All right. right. So first question is, if you had the chance, would you have done anything differently? No. No. Because I wouldn't be here. Perfect answer. <laughs> Beautiful answer. That was a short one as well, well done, <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Something you do every day to help you stay focused, whether that's mentally or spiritually, daily habits. Listen to music. Nice. Every day, mm-hmm. every day a little bit, even when I put my baby to sleep with my earphones, listen to music, it brings me good feelings, good vibes, mm. calms me down. Yeah, music and is... And coffee. <laughs> coffee as well, <laughs> definitely, coffee and music. <laughs> a dream music is just i think it's just the way to so many emotions in it like yeah. you're feeling happiest to it feel sad like it just helps you through so many things what music do you listen to everything to everything. be honest but I, I listen lots of brazilian music latin music mm-hmm. um english music Justin Bieber. yeah everything yeah there you go <laughs> every music has a purpose definitely <laughs> One piece of advice for someone starting their own business or owning a shop like yourself? I think you've kind of covered it, but yeah, be focused, persistent, think about money, don't just go like, oh, I love this, I have to do this because it's beautiful. You have to think about money Mm -hmm. because if you start your own business, but it doesn't make money, it's not a business. Yeah. So... Uh, you have to believe in what you do, have focus and think about money. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have a plan, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Biggest life lesson? Be open to change your plans mm. all the way. Yeah. 
<laughs> make plans, but be open to change be it open. completely. Was that a harsh lesson, would you say? <laughs> <laughs> harsh reality. It's two ways. It's still a life it's lesson. It's two ways because um, I think, especially after becoming a mom, you have to adapt even more quickly to changes. Yeah. It is so hard. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> because you're still like finding yourself again like this new person that you become after you become a mom because mm. I'm not just a mom I'm a mom I'm a wife I'm a woman I have my own person I'm well. a own person I have my own beliefs and they change all the time with this life changes as well mm-hmm. so yeah be open to make new plans yeah if it's necessary your book has so many chapters doesn't it really <laughs> like you have the transition from Brazil to the UK and then the transition to motherhood. I mean, who knows what's next? That's why I don't know if I'll ever find like my identity again. It's like I have millions of <laughs> But that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, we're always we're always finding ourselves. I don't think we ever sort of get get to the that's destination. True. That's true. Um, you know, I'm reflecting. And if you do, it means that you're not looking around anymore. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You've gotta always just keep growing, haven't you? So yeah. You're on the right path. Don't think that you've completely lost your identity and you still sound Brazilian. So, I mean, good, good. if you come in one day and you're like, you're right, love, then I'll be worried. I don't know how I am. Yeah. You're right. Where can uh, the listeners find you um, online? You can find me um, in Livia Made Digital, Cafune Coffee Shop UK, mm-hmm. in Instagram. Yeah, you can find me there. Instagram, and that's that's for the social media and the Kafune. Kafune, yes. Kafune, yeah. Ahoba. Ahoba. Here's me speaking Portuguese. What was that? Ahoba. Ahoba. Et. 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 Ah. Yeah. Ahoba. Ahoba. I like it. I'm gonna be learn. You'd have to teach me Portuguese, honestly. This is my brain getting tired. I start mixing languages. I think we should do it all again in Portuguese. It's been so nice having you on. So nice. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And yeah. Thanks for having me. It was so fun.